So I've got a cool invitation for you. Ever since the pandemic turned the health and fitness and wellness industry on its collective head, what I'm feeling called to do now is to help health and fitness entrepreneurs build and innovate and grow in their businesses. And I've opened up a brand new community on Facebook, and I would love for you to come over and join me there. So if you are a business owner, if you are working on a brand new idea, if you're developing a new product, or if you're feeling called to serve at a higher level within the health and fitness and wellness space in the collective, I want to invite you to come over and join me there. Join me over in my Innovate and Grow for fitness and wellness professionals in the coaching space on Facebook. I would love to have you there. We've got lots of really fun things going on in there. I've got my weekly live show that I do every Wednesday at noon where I give away real informative business tips, the real stuff, folks. This isn't just some cheesy sales strategy. Come over and join me and innovate and grow for fitness and health wellness entrepreneurs on Facebook so that you don't miss any of the action. I will see you there. Welcome to the ultimate journey of self-care, the business edition, where we discuss all things business, whether you have a brick and mortar business or an online business or both, whether you're in the health, fitness or wellness or coaching space, we've got you covered here. Listen in to all of our episodes to get manageable, bite-sized coaching tidbits that you can put into practice immediately. I'm grateful to have you with me on this journey and welcome. Hi, everybody. It's Allison Katzkowski. Welcome to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care, the business edition. So I just want to take a moment before I go into what I'm going to share with you today and remind you that if you're a small business owner, entrepreneur, you're trying to figure out how to go forward now that we're out of the pandemic, um, or maybe you're looking at what's next for your business, you definitely want to go back and listen to the last two weeks episode. I did a special deep dive on my unique process of innovation. Um, I broke down kind of what I think are the four key parts in how to think as an innovator. And then I gave real life examples in the other episode too. So because I think sometimes it helps if we can see or kind of apply an example that we see in everyday business. We can talk all day long about what we think it should look like. But when we start thinking of real life examples and have those pointed out, I think it makes a lot more sense. So definitely go back and listen to that because today... I'm going to talk about three key points, I think, from transitioning from going to in-person to online. So if you're in the health, fitness, wellness, or coaching space, if you have a healthcare business of some type, if you're a therapist, a counselor, a physician, even a dentist, a massage therapist, um, you know, anything along those lines, or if you are even marketing a product where you're used to seeing people in person, you know, where, you know, one thing I will say is that I don't think that we are quite back to having a lot of vendor and in-person events the way we did in 2019 and before that. So the point I want to make is that if you're used to doing things in person, it can be hard to envision doing something online. It can be hard to envisioning serving your clients and doing things the same way if you're used to being in person. So if that is you, if you're out there and a large part of your business is in person, or maybe all of it's in person, then this you definitely want to listen to what I'm going to share with you today. I mean, for t- almost 20 years, I had an in-person business. I owned uh, I own an online health and fitness business. I have sort of morphed into doing more business coaching, which is why I wanted to start this show. And I also do a lot of in-person events. Retreats are really my signature offer 
It's one. It's a process that I've really learned to perfect over the last several years. Um, and I've delivered over 20 in-person retreats and events over the last few years. And so I say that because that's a completely different take than just used to seeing clients one-on-one or in small groups in person. I've had an actual physical space where I've gone to for years. I downsized about five years ago from my large down studio that I had in downtown Raleigh, which is where I live, to a much smaller space where I could explore more of what the online space could offer. And I've, I've got to be honest with you, I was a little resistant at first because there was a part of me that kind of had the bullshit thought that I really couldn't keep doing what I was doing if I was online, that it just didn't feel authentic. It felt kind of weird, you know, kind of. I don't know. I don't want to say slimy. It wasn't that, but it just didn't really feel like I could be me. That was kind of a thought that I was carrying around. And so what I've had to figure out is that not only and and be comfortable with is that not only does the online space feel different, it can actually be different in the best of ways for you. So if you don't take anything else away from today, that's a thought that I want you to entertain and just marinate on as I share with you what I think are three mindset shifts around offering in-person services, whether it's one-on-one sessions and whatever line of work you do. Maybe you're in finance or business or whatever, and you're used to meeting people in person. The same philosophy can apply to you too. Okay. So don't think, well, I'm not in the health and fitness space. So I don't know why that's, you know, useful for me. I think, you know, a lot of what we do in business are ideas that have worked in other industries and spaces. It's really very rare that I will start something in my business that is only happening in the fitness or the health space. A lot of the ideas I get, I see in other spaces like travel and hospitality, the restaurant business, the finance world, looking at how doctors and lawyers work with their clients or patients. You know, there are a lot of ideas, I think, as far as how we can deliver our service and or our product that we can get from looking at other industries. So really, this is how I came up with the three points that I want to share with you now. And I'll just preface this by saying that you know, most of what you read on there on out there about from going in person to online pertains to the education field because hello, the pink elephant in the room 2020 forced all schools and colleges for the most part to go online. And I believe there are still a lot of educational institutions that are still offering at least in part online classes, which to be honest with you, if, as we look into the future, really is the wave of the future for a number of different reasons other than just dealing with the pandemic. Um, so I just want you to keep that in mind that, you know, it's obviously provides flexibility. It's a time saver. If you're not used, you're not going to an office anymore and you're doing something at home. Um, it just, it automatically, I think, forces you to get out of your comfort zone, which I think as a business owner and an influencer is always a good thing. So what I want you to think about as I share these three key points with you is that this is always an opportunity to look at not only what we do, but who we serve. So I want you to keep that in mind as I share these three key points. These are things I have really done a lot of mindset work around myself over the last five years or so, um, including 2020. Um, And so I really think that hopefully wherever you are in your business, maybe this can give you another way to look at going from in-person to online. Nothing wrong with being online. And honestly, there's a small piece of my business that's still in person. It was basically how I started as a student several years ago. It was one of the ways that I supported myself and paid my bills while I was a full-time student. And so obviously it feels really natural to me because it feels easy. It's what I'm used to. And so when you go online, it almost can be like speaking a foreign language, especially if you're somewhere and you don't know the language and you know maybe a couple of key things or a couple of keywords, and you're like just hoping and praying that somebody will speak your language, right? 
So I want you to keep that in mind as I share these three points. So point number one, going from in-person to online always gives you an opportunity to reassess what you do, okay? So this is a time when you can actually look at your offers, look at how what kind of deliverables you have for your clients and your community. And, you know, ask yourself, okay, can I offer anything else? Is what I'm doing right now the best I can do? Is there something I can change that will work better given that someone is at home on their computer screen watching me or on their phone? You know, what can I offer and do within what I do that makes that process seamless and easy? That's a big piece of, you know, I think the uh, part of the meta skill that is innovation in today's business world is that you want to make what you do so seamlessly easy for people to grasp that they can literally see themselves doing it. And I think when we go from in-person to online, it kind of forces us to, quote unquote, flex a different muscle. You know, you can call it the resilience muscle, the creativity muscle, whatever you want to call it. Um, But it allows you to kind of look at what else could be next. Now, for some people, there's going to be a technology gap. For example, if you work a lot with older folks, it's probably going to be a little bit tougher to educate them on using a computer and getting on Zoom or whatever on their phone. But there's always FaceTime. There's always recording videos and sending those instead. There are always workarounds. And I'm, I am a master at creative workarounds. It's one of the things that I do really well in my business because I'm always asking myself what else could be next. And that's not to say that I was have always been there. I've had to learn to do that. So if you're out there thinking, I don't know if that's me, just know that I get it because that was me too. But I decided to think something different about it. And now I say, okay, what else can work here? That's what I call a creative workaround. So number one is it forces you to reassess. But reassessing can be good. So I want you to remember that. Okay, point number two is that going from in-person to online allows us to expand who and what we can do. So this is a little bit of a piggyback on the point that I just shared, okay? When you expand what you do and how you do it, you're adding credibility to yourself. It's like if you could go buy more credibility and put it in a bucket, you know, if like, say, think about the piggy bank analogy. You know, we always put our loose change in a piggy bank. You know, I have a cup next to my bed at night that I always put loose change in. So, or the side of my bed, rather, that my husband and I have. So if I have extra change in my pocket, for example, or in, um, you know, like a pocket in my jacket or whatever, it goes in that cup, you know, edge of my bed. So you can think about this from going from in-person to online and you're having, you're increasing credibility. You're adding more credibility because you're able to do more, right? The more value and the more you're able to do in terms of how you deliver what you do, the more credibility it gives you. Okay, in general. Okay, now, you know, depending on your niche or your service, we may want to look at that a little different, but that's just a broad based concept I want you to try on. Okay, and see what that feels like. Obviously, it gives you an opportunity to get creative because obviously, if you can't meet people in person or you don't want to, or maybe a client of yours is not able to, then you come up with something else that works. You know, I had a client when 2020 was kind of becoming real and we were all facing the fact that we were going to have to be home for a while. One of my clients was in his early 80s at the time. He has since passed away. He has he was a client of mine for a long time. He had a number of different health issues, but he loved coming to see me at my studio. He would always bring me a cup of coffee and we would chat about the current events in the world and we would work out. So for him, it was an experience and I tried to make it an experience. And when 2020 hit with his health history, it was obviously not a good idea for him to be out and about in the community, at least for a while. So we came up with a plan because he didn't want to get on his computer. He sort of felt illiterate when it came to that. 
so we worked out a, a plan to where I called him twice a week and we did a check. I recorded a couple videos of some exercises that I knew that he could do at home. Um, I made, we, I ordered him a couple of um, exercise bands online that he could use. And so we came up with kind of a creative plan to where a couple days a week, we did a 15 minute call and we would just chat. And that helped him because not only did it give him accountability, but he still felt like he was getting an experience. Now that's vastly different from what we were doing, but it was an opportunity for me to kind of try this out. Now I do the same thing with several other people. And eventually I'm probably going to be bringing a coach onto my team that will be doing this with people as well. Um, Cause it's just a little extra something that not everybody's doing, but this is absolutely something that people want. So You know, expanding who and what you do allows you to have more engagement with your audience. It gives you something else to talk about. It gives you something else to speak to. Okay, and it also forces you really to be more adaptable. Okay, you know, being adaptable and flexible is a key piece of the whole innovation mindset. It's it's not getting too attached to doing things one way and understanding that we have to always be adding things, removing things, asking what else could work. Okay. So that's my point number two, expanding who and what you can do. And then my last point is, is that it's always a learning opportunity. Now, this might sound like what I just shared with you, but think about it like this. If you're going online and you're not super tech oriented, guess what? It's a learning opportunity. It's a chance to learn more about how Zoom works or how YouTube works or how you can do a YouTube channel or how you can do more phone calls versus computer and how to integrate that into what you're doing. Maybe it gives you an opportunity to explore some of the different platforms where you can put some of your work, like a course platform or a class platform. You know, we use a platform at the studio for our classes where people can go on and look at our schedule and book a spot. You know, there are a lot of these platforms have apps that people can download on their phones. So it's just it gives you an opportunity to see to kind of, you know, brush up on your technology skills. And even if technology isn't a genius, you know, a genius spot for you you can learn it. The way technology is going now, it's changing so rapidly. It's just, you know, we can't keep up with everything, but we can make a decision to say, you know what, I'm going to make myself better at doing this. And we pick one or two things and we do that. And, you know, we're always willing to up-level ourselves, upskill ourselves, give ourselves an opportunity to stretch and learn. This is, to my opinion, the biggest piece of being an innovator, no matter what your space is, no matter what your work is, no matter what you're doing. So just to recap, the three key things that I want you to think about from going on from in-person to online or to do what I call the hybrid model, which is to do both. And I really believe this is the way of the future. We're already seeing it in a number of, you know, presented in a number of different ways. You know, there are spaces outside of the health, fitness and wellness and coaching space. These are businesses all over in all different industries are adopting hybrid models of various different kinds. So it forces you to reassess, but that can be a good thing. It allows you to expand who and what you do. And it also gives you a huge learning opportunity. And so here's my big takeaway for you. You do not have to change who you are if you want to add online to your business. Not by a long shot. If anything, I would argue that you can really step into more the fullest, most vibrant version of yourself as a business leader, influencer, or entrepreneur, if you're willing to embrace being online. So that's my takeaway point for you today. I hope that was helpful. Um, Sometimes I think just hearing things in bite-sized pieces really gives us a learning opportunity and a chance that, you know, you never know where you're going to be someday and something might just land in the right way. And that is always my hope for you uh, with the business edition. That's why I keep these episodes short, sweet, and to the point, delivering what I think is really good information 
that you can easily implement right away. So thank you so much for tuning in. Please feel free to share this with a friend or a colleague that you think needs to hear it. Better yet, go to Apple, Spotify, Google Play and subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. I also want to make you aware of our brand new website, which just dropped last week, www.theallisonk.com. We have an exclusive page devoted to this this show and to this space. So you can learn a little bit more about me, about my team, about what we do, and also see about what we're looking to bring the world in terms of the health, fitness, wellness, and coaching space and your world in general. Um, This is Allison Katzkowski with the Business Edition, helping you get one step closer to the business that you've always wanted signing off.